Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. We want to give a special thanks to all the people that are actually watching right this minute yep, on the live show. You know, all those people good. in the comments are like, this isn't live. We are so live. <laughs> I can live. smell him. Yeah, I smell you know? bad. <laughs> you don't smell too bad today. Anyway, yeah, um, today. Winston, what are we talking about today? Uh, today we're talking about, you know, basically how at present and well, for a long time anyway, uh, the government in China kind of teaches hate mm -hmm. to children through brainwashing and propaganda. Mm -hmm. Now, it has to be said that this is not a, a dig at Chinese people no, no, in no, general. No. This is just a, an actual fact in some of the observations that we've seen and some of the interesting things that are happening. And people might be wondering why I'm wearing a cap. Well, I'm trying to appeal to the youth. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe I should have it like... Honor of the ghetto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, never mind. That's a Chinese rap group that you actually rapped with on your documentary. Yes, um, and a quick plug. Stay awesome, China's really awesome. If you want to see um, kind of the counterculture and the very interesting people that really stray away from the norm in China, you should see my documentary called Stay Awesome China. Mm -hmm. And Hog would be the best representative Absolutely, of that. honor of the ghetto. Um, <laughs> I am haunted by that shitty rap that you had to do for that and I literally sing it in my head all the time never mind yeah if you've seen it you'll know it's really really awful anyway um shall we get into our first thing by the way guys if you're new to the show we do segments it's different than a normal live show or podcast yeah and the first uh segment that we always do is called what's new so yeah what's new is when we talk about what's new uh as with regards to china and the news things like Sometimes that us too. yeah and uh this time around we're actually going to talk about um a live streamer who has been outed this is so meta it's interesting isn't yeah. it so let's roll the clip um basically what happened is You'll see on the screen here, we have two ladies side by side. Now, they're not the same person. No. Before anyone Don't be thinks. Confused. Yeah, it's not. Basically, she was doing a live stream with this other person together. You mm -hmm. can see the lady on the left hand side is incredibly filtered. Sure, of course. Just super, super filtered. Well, they all are. I mean, look at how her face is changing shape and dimension as she moves around. This is like a thing on Chinese TikTok as well. It's men do it too. Not yeah. even like handsome men. Like everyone uses face shaping filters. Well, Okay, once again, if you actually want to see this in action, in my Stay Awesome China documentary, I went to a live streaming house. I got to see the ladies, how they work. I got to see the software and what it did to me. I sat in front of the thing. It made me look like a freaking alien. I was going to hand you money, but I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it seems like this is a big show for Stay Awesome China, no, but it's, it's not. It's, it's just, a great show. It's very relevant. Yeah. Um, the, the whole live streaming thing is this really fake sort of culture. Mm. And because you've got a lot of Jainan, they call them sort of like um, homebodies, homebody kind of uh, introverted They're types. Yeah. You, you know, you got to understand, especially with the demographic uh, yeah, situation yeah, in yeah. China, there are a lot more men than women, right? Sure. So you got these guys sitting at home on their computer or on their phone or whatever, and they kind of latch onto these live streaming girls. Right. And 30, all, 30 million of which will never find a wife. Yeah, it's pretty pretty sad and these guys they fall in love with them basically and give them gifts send them all the money that they can and uh, there have been cases where people have literally spent their entire family's fortune on yeah these and girls. borrowing money and yeah like, from the bank exactly um, and it's a weird kind of a setup where you send little virtual gifts mm. anyway so this um, live streamer that you can see on the uh, right hand side the sort of portly one um, yeah. can we say that I wouldn't she's normal yeah. normal 50 60 year old woman Okay, so let's say middle-aged. Yeah. Um, she's 58, I think. Or... Yeah, it's almost 60, so yeah. she's advanced. Yeah, anyway, she's got a very young voice, mm. okay? And she always used to hide her face using an anime character. Yeah. 
uh, but she'd show off her cleavage. Right. Um, and with this cute voice. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Sorry with that. this with this cute voice, um, most of her followers actually used to, you know, fantasize about her being this really pretty girl. Sure. And, you know, all this kind of stuff. Imagine the horror. However, <laughs> she had, okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, she she did this thing where she said she'd do a reveal of her face if um, her fans donated a hundred thousand RMB. Right. So it's like uh, like twenty five grand or something like that. It's quite a lot. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, lot, a lot of money, especially mm, in China. It's a lot of money. So they were busy like reaching that goal, and there was a glitch, and the, the face thing actually went off before, and then all of a sudden, like all the people watching just disappeared, <laughs> <laughs> dropped off the live stream. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, I. Yeah, they're like, oh man, that's the woman that cleans my street. Yeah, that, oh. that's my grandmother or something. Anyway, uh, do you think that was deliberate, the glitch? I, I actually don't know, but the the end result is that it actually caused her to become more popular. That's why I'm skeptical. It may maybe big marketing push Be- because everyone is like, wow, this right. this old this old middle aged woman actually has such a cute voice and she tricked so many people and made right. so much money. So then, all of a sudden, her fan base grew. I, yeah, I don't think anyone's mad about this. It's no. not like the whole Belle Delphine thing where everyone's like, it's the same kind of demographic yeah. of people watching. Yeah. But I don't think anyone was like super pissed off. I doubt anyone would buy her bathwater. <laughs> <laughs> she might be a sweet lady. She didn't yeah. dupe people though. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. yeah, that that's that that whole thing. Um, the whole live streaming thing in China, is, it's ridiculous. It's, it's a massive, massive industry. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I got a very good insight into the whole thing but right. um it's constantly also being fought against by the government because yeah crackdowns all the time yeah. and they'll crack down certain things you can do say certain body parts you can show yeah they ban cleavage then it comes back and because it, it's uh, it can't be regulated yeah there's too many people doing it yeah right i mean they had to stop people from eating bananas remember yeah uh, and then so people ago. started eating cucumbers yeah exactly so. i actually did it not to shill my own thing yeah. i did like a test on live stream i went on a chinese live stream mm-hmm. before you had to use an id yeah and I started with a banana, it got taken down, so I moved on to the cucumber and I didn't get taken down. Oh, really? I didn't do anything with these objects, by the way. I was well, just, just testing. Like holding yeah, it. you know. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Having a little snack. That's kind of anyway, fun. Anyway, yeah. anyway. Um, Let's move on to the next one. Yeah, What's sure. New? We wanted to give you guys an update on the whole Hong Kong situation. Yeah, so a little bit more uh, sort of somber, you could say. Yeah, before we play the clip, um, a lot of stuff has escalated, but Winston and I have been talking amongst ourselves, and we are not going to jump into anything specifically related to Hong Kong until the news clears, because yeah. there's so many rumors and so much misinformation on both sides that if yeah. we take a stance, then we're going to look like idiots. You know? Yeah, no, we have to make sure. The thing is, um, there have been all the things about like the paid thugs, Yeah, which... You know, there's evidence to show that it's sure. it's a real thing, you know, getting into mm. a van with Guangdong plates driving off. Mm. And this did happen during the 2014 riots. The yeah. same, same, yeah, thing. same thing. Triads being paid to disrupt people, beat them up, and the police standing by not doing anything. A lot of police officers have resigned mm. because they are, you know, feel ashamed by yeah. what's been going on. Uh, there's all sorts of crap going on. We'd have to do a comprehensive video, so yeah. maybe we might do another live stream dedicated to, specifically to it. But... There's been a huge amount of uh, sort of military force building up across the border yeah. in Shenzhen. Yeah. And in fact, the, the the Hong Kong garrison of the PLA, the building, I know where it is. Mm-hmm. I actually have drone footage because I by right. mistake flew over there. Such an ugly building. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But I actually flew over there and filmed it without realizing what it was. I never showed it because it's like, hang on a second, I could probably get into some serious trouble if mm. I showed 
the PLA military garrison yeah. Yeah. online, but I do have the footage. Cool. Anyway, the thing is, they you sometimes see them training there and doing their thing, but they've moved in a bunch of people there, and then they released this. Uh, yeah. So this is concrete. Say? This is yeah. what we want to show. It's yeah. like uh, it's a warning. Yeah. To Hong Kong from the Chinese government and the People's Liberation Army. Yeah. So we're gonna we're not gonna watch the whole thing, but we're gonna look at it and talk about we're, it a little bit. And we're gonna play it in the background. Yeah. Um, and in fact, if you can just roll that for us, DM, we'll give running commentary so that you, you at home sure. can know. And if you can actually get us off the screen so people can read the subtitles that are here, thank you. Uh, basically, can you pause it there? Let's first of all take a look. You've got soldiers doing an exercise. They've jumped off a, from a helicopter. They are armed. They're running through like an urban combat mm. situation. And the first thing you see is a beat up Hong Kong taxi. Right. Now, this is a, a New Territories taxi. Yeah. It's green. They can only drive in the New Territories. And the New Territories are all the areas close to the Chinese border. Correct. Um, further away from Hong Kong City. But it's basically showing, look, here we are invading Hong Kong mm. to take care of the trouble, right. you know, right. which is, uh, yeah, it's... It's pretty blatant. Yeah. So anyway, let's continue. I think we, we have to say that, you know, people in China, uh, sorry, in Hong Kong are not armed. No. There's there, no military there's no force guns. there. No. There's n the people there are just citizens. This kind of <laughs> defeats the whole, like, one country, two systems thing. Because yeah. they're like, okay, let's just storm and kill our Chinese people. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> What, what they're showing is they're showing um, urban combat uh, tactics and here some naval stuff. There was actually a shot there of Hong, Hong Kong in the Kong, background. Yeah. Um, sniper rifles, 50 cal sniper what you, rifles. What are you shooting, your own base? I, I don't I, understand. There's no <laughs> enemy bases there. Yeah, they're like, oh, this is important. Okay, can you pause it there? Here you've got riot police right. basically walking towards protesters okay and it says warning stop charging or we use force okay right. let's continue on from there and uh you can see you know they're just very well set up it's very well organized tear gas and you know billy clubs and all that kind of thing and tanks what are they removing doing? barricades uh, okay like well, apcs actually now they're putting them back up rolling out barbed wire water cannons okay you can see them leading off protesters with handcuffs you know with their sure. hands cuffed behind their back anyway you know that's enough of that yeah um but it does say at the end uh, very quickly you don't have to show yeah. it yeah uh, it says at the end um the hong kong garrison pla yeah it actually says so it's hong it garrison. is like a like you better back down guys yeah we're gonna send the troops in and there is a rumor mm -hmm. um hasn't been confirmed yet but you know that billionaire dude in exile from the ccp <laughs> oh, yeah that guy he's got some intel apparently it says that uh hong kong's gonna declare martial law on august 4th so we'll keep our eye on it that billionaire dude is just a corrupt piece of crap who ran away. Sure, but um, but yes, you can't you discount need, the fact no, that he course. might have information. You know, in South Africa, I was once told by a South African police guy, yeah. and it says that um, you need devils to catch devils. Correct. So you know, oh, there's um, some truth to that. Yeah. So like, basically, the police in South Africa are just criminals, really. But sure. he was like, you need devils to catch devils because right. they think alike. So yeah, I guess he knows what's going on. All the best for the people in Hong Kong. Mm. Um, Keep fighting the good fight, you know. Yeah, don't and back down. It's it's such an interesting situation because I know a lot of people in Hong Kong, obviously, and uh, they are they always approach it in the most civilized manner yeah. possible. And humorous sometimes. Yeah, especially you know they're putting up linen walls and things like that. But the aggression is it's just they try to stay away from it as much as possible, and right. uh, you know. From the Hong Kong people I know, they're not the ones that are inciting. No, the, the... my uh, my wife was talking to her friend the other day, mm. pretty good friend actually, and she yeah. um, 
she was in Hong Kong to do some shopping. Yeah. And then the protests were like rolling through, and she like made this. Uh, she sent this to Vivian to make it made a WeChat moments post, and she was like, "Can these idiot Hong Kong people just roll over and die already? Like we have shopping to do. You'd be nothing without us. That like that's the mainland rhetoric with educated yes. people. Even it's kind of scary. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Um, there is uh, another thing we quickly branch off on this, and that's what's going on in uh, Queensland University, yeah, yeah. where the Hong Kong students had a peaceful Lenin wall and stuff, just saying, you know, like we stand with Hong Kong, and uh, the mainland Chinese students actually came and physically assaulted them and right. tore their signs down it's and not, stuff. It's, it's not good press, dude. Guys, calm down. It's just let people have their opinions. Right. You know. Right. Anyway, this is kind of that's a very relevant to what we're talking about. For sure. Today. For sure, but um, um, we do need to do a live check super chat. Okay, we'll do let's do it. Uh, all right, first off, Louis Wynn. You just gave us 50 bucks. Thank you very much. I'm not going to read your uh, question now because we've got several other ones, but we see you and we appreciate you. Uh, Robert Fowler, thank Robert Towler, thank you for the $20 donation. Cesario JPN. So China has their own version of North Korea cartoon Squirrel and Hedgehog. Do they have a sexy furry fox vixen as one of the baddies repping the U.S.? Well, shout out to all our furry fans out there. <laughs> furry fandom. Yeah. Um, uh, I've seen those cartoons from North Korea. They're pretty funny. Okay. Uh, I shouldn't say funny. They're kind of alarming. <laughs> but I yeah, very similar. They're like armed and, and fighting all the time, killing okay. the American animals and stuff. Which Ye are like, yiffing and clopping along I the way. I don't think they're yiffing and clopping. <laughs> anyway. And or. Yeah. I'm really embarrassed that we both know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay, anyway, it's uh, probably time we get into the main segment of our show, which sure. is, of course, Soft Power Hour. Yes. Now, the reason why I said the whole aggression thing is very relevant to what we're talking about today is that um, from the youngest age, mm. children are taught pretty much to hate mm. in China, to hate the outside, to hate certain types of people. Right. Okay. And um, it's something very different to the way you and I grew up. Um, right. And most people in the West, because this level of hate never enters the the local sort of society. Right. It just doesn't. We're not taught. I was not taught as a as a young person to hate a specific type of person. Mm. You know, even though I grew up in South Africa, mm. well, you would think that you would be. But that's not the case because we have a very liberal sort of Western uh, right. education system and all that kind of stuff. We're taught mm. to you know, love everybody and, you know, respect Everyone's other equal. people, yeah. respect different cultures, look after different cultures. We were never told, like, X, Y, Z people, you must hate them because they're bad and, right. you know, all that kind of nonsense. So let's start out with uh, some of the things that some of us yeah, would have Yeah, actually, I wanted to say, like, we don't want to dive into this. Like, we are going to dive into the hate culture thing, but yeah. we want to look at, like, how we grew up first, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah, so we're going to play a little clip. Maybe uh, some of you will recognize this. I, I certainly will from when I was young. There are times when everybody dreams of becoming very rich or powerful, but what they don't think about are the problems and responsibilities that go with it. In today's story, He-Man was tested, and he proved his worth when he was able to resist the temptation to use his great power for any selfish gain. He knew that it's just as important to know when not to use force as it is to know when to use it. Cool. Can we pause it there? Dude, how did He-Man back then already know about Xi Jinping? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. It's a very relevant it? choice, Winston. Yeah. That's good. Well, you know, the thing is, I remember very clearly when I was young, He-Man was one of the big, uh, big cartoons of my generation. Sure. Right? And they had to have these sort of PSAs at the end yeah. of every cartoon. But I remember I was always teaching you about friendship, teaching you how to share, um, you know, how to watch out for danger, things like that. 
And these are these are good sort of morals and things to instill in younger children. And you know, I, I always, in my mind anyway, I thought around the whole world this is kind of what sure. people were taught, like children. Right. So let's move on to one from your generation. Yeah, this is mine. My choice. Mm-hmm. Kids, there's nothing more cool than being hugged by someone you like. But if someone tries to touch you in a place or in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable, that's no good. It's your body. No one has the right to touch you if you don't want them to. So what do you do? First, you say no. Then, you get out of there. Most important, you gotta tell someone you trust. Like your parents, your teacher, a police officer. Yeah. What if the teacher's the one that's touching you? Exactly. Probably don't want to tell him about it. (laughs) No, you don't. Um, Now, the reason I I chose that, as meme-worthy as that is, Mm -hmm. um, and cringy and 90s garbage, it's a a useful message for children, right? So, like, they're actually coming out of this with, like, some positive knowledge about maybe someone's trying to do something nasty to you, right? Yeah. It's educational. Sure. Whereas the stuff that we're going to cover a little bit later from the Chinese stuff, there's there's no moral message to, to take out of that. No, the only sort of moral message that's pushed is love the government. Right. Love the country. No that's, matter what. Yeah, no matter what. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And anyway. this is where the yeah the comparisons stem from. Yeah. Um, we have one more. I think yeah. we both, because we both watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Could. Let's roll that clip. It's one of my favorites coming up. Me too. Bad guys. We've been all over South America and there's no sign of Shredder. Then who caused all this damage to the rainforest? Unfortunately, people did. Hundreds of acres of the world's rainforest are being destroyed every day. But all those trees and plants in the rainforest produce much of the world's oxygen. And we need oxygen to breathe. I don't know about you dudes, but I'm gonna start holding my breath. He's <laughs> always my favorite. Calabunga. <laughs> Uh, yeah, An- another useful <laughs> message, though. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what kids are going to do to save the rainforest, but it might raise some awareness for charities and things like well, that. Well, no, the thing is, it's it's teaching children to protect the environment and sure. to think about the environment. That's something you n- you never see in China. Right. You know. Well, you you know what you see. What PSA is just promoting what the government is doing to help, not yeah. like what you need to do to help. It's like what we are doing to smash pollution and yeah, that's absolutely problems, right. So. Yeah, the thing is, the reason why we chose these sort of like 80s and 90s cartoons as we grew up with that, it's just to show that there, there's always some kind of a positive message, mm. like to help people improve mm. or to understand life or to be good. And to feel good. And to do good. Right. As right. an individual. Yes. That's yeah. the difference. Absolutely. Did you guys ever watch uh, Captain Planet? Yeah. That yes. thing, that was like just one big PSA. Right. We actually were going to pick one from, from that. And I was like, that's, that's too obvious. Heart is not a power. <laughs> it's not a power. Yeah. Heart. <laughs> I think my favorite part was how like the villains would always be like a pig, and he's just literally dumping a barrel of oil into the ocean for no reason. Just like, <laughs> they're not even gaining anything from it. He's just yeah. he's the first troll, you know. Yeah, I, I like the fact that the chick was from the Soviet Union. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. she'd always be like, "You, you capitalist, you capitalist pig. pig!" Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you <laughs> know, that's good stuff. Yeah. We could wax lyrical all day, but let's uh, yeah. let's continue with this. So, um, next thing we're going to show you is actually something that we came across recently from China. Well, actually, oh, sorry, no, sorry. You you were going to talk about this. Maybe the kids can help. Yeah. What are some of the things that make you feel better when you're feeling sad? Like. Make me laugh or something like that. 
So the reason I chose that, this is a show called Storybots, and I wanted to see what kids' shows are like today. Because everyone's like, man, kids are getting garbage. Well, you, you know, you've, you've got a young daughter. My you daughter watch, watches yeah, this show, yeah. and they have like Jay Leno on there, Weird Al Yankovic, oh, like cool. all these cool people, right? And they right. there's always a message. They either learn about something, they learn about, um, what's it called, like how cells work, or different science things, or how to share, or how to deal with other people's feelings, and things like that, right? So my point of, my point of this is like, Today, still, kids are getting positive messages from Western cartoons and Western okay. media. Right. What are you looking at? I'm looking at that thing that says content issues detected. Heads up, we've detected copyright audio in your video stream. Your stream may be temporarily blocked. <laughs> so if you, if it is blocked because we showed some, I don't know, Ninja Turtles or whatever it is, just bear in mind, okay? Awesome. <laughs> just letting you guys know. Oh, whoops. It's usually yeah. music that yeah. triggers that kind of stuff. Yeah. But Maybe you, DMs copyrighted. Yeah. Well, you Did guys... you copyright yourself, dude? <laughs> no, I didn't. Are we moving on to this? Or yeah, let's I... just continue. If if you guys can still watch it, that's all we care about. Yeah. Because people are saying it's not fun, so let's continue. So this is kind of a little music video here. Mm -hmm. And what we're seeing is these cute little cartoon rabbits. Mm -hmm. But we can clearly see the Nationalist Party um, and... The current ruling party of Taiwan. Yeah. And the Communist Party basically shoot... Well, they're shooting... The, the cute cartoon rabbits are like basically attacking the other ones and yeah. Tell, like, tell me about that magical star he got in his hand. Well, it turned him into a communist. I thought it turned him into a demon. Yeah, he looks like a, I will genocide you now. Yeah, that's like such negative imagery and there's weapons and there's fighting in this and this yeah. is this is this is what we're tipping tipping our toes and dipping our toes into right here is this is the kind of educational educational material that Chinese have to consume Chinese kids. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It does really um, bother me that like young children, because this is obviously aimed at very young very children, young, yeah. um, are subject to this kind of imagery. Right. So from a very young age. And the thing is, we've got a lot of anecdotes that we're going to be talking about later, mm. having taught kids, both of us before back in the past. Yeah. Um, you know, we, it just, it reflects, you see how they, they come to class and they pretend to be killing the Japanese and they sure. pretend to be like, you know, the PLA and stuff. In, I remember in a bad like way. whenever, like before I'd come into class or whatever, the kids would be like picking on one kid and they'd yeah. be like calling him the little Japanese ghost. And he, yeah. it's like the nerdy kid or whatever. He always get picked sure. on. I don't know. It's kind of, I think it's kind of cool to be a Japanese ghost. Sure. It's pretty badass, like a JRPG thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're actually, I forget what it was called, but there was some indie movie that came out recently about, or it was years ago actually, but it was like some teenager, it's an American movie and he's, his best friend is the ghost of a kamikaze pilot. There you go. <laughs> it's yeah, a goes. really weird movie, but an interesting premise. Cool. Um, you can let this play out in the background, DM. I think there's no audio on it. So yeah, these little inspirational dudes. This is what I was talking about. It's very similar to those North Korean cartoons. Yeah, very Give it a second. It's still blaring out this... There Great we go. Song. There okay. it goes. Awesome. So yeah, they look so evil. They do. They look absolutely terrible. This is not good for kids. 
Um, yeah. The thing is, you see this kind of show on TV every day in China, but it's live action. Yeah. And this is just like a cartoonized, cute version of the same thing. You think they'd vary the material a little bit more, but they no. don't because, like, you have those fantastical war drums. We talk about these all the time. One yeah. Chinese soldier kills a billion Japanese people. Yeah. They're always like these. Zoos. Yeah, like little bearded, yeah. nerdy guys with tripping little over round tables. Glasses and, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So at the oh, end of this, yeah. pause, pause it there. They've got imagery here from the Long March, right? Mm. Um, which is, you know, a big part of the communist. Commun yeah. Communist history. <laughs> okay. So I don't think that's derogatory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, let's continue on. Uh, yeah, so basically, this video rounds out with them reminiscing over the achievements of China. And a lot of them are super politically charged. Yeah. Um, and some some of them I wouldn't really call achievements. Sure. You know, like they, they have the handover of Hong Kong as one of their achievements here. Right. Um, there they are shooting the evil Japanese chicken. Is that a chicken? He's a chicken. Like What's that? That's the, like the PLA, you know, with their tanks and looking all mean and oh, stuff. Oh, okay. And like, he's got the, the commie stars in his eyes. And I mean, the art quality is actually pretty good. Yeah. And he's, he's eating a... This is a white rabbit candy. Those are very popular in China. Those are awesome. Did he just eat the wrapper? No, I think okay. he ate the sweet. All right. Anyway, they're showing like the inventiveness, I guess, of the white rabbit manufacturing or something. <laughs> I don't really know what's going on there. They're spending a lot of time. Maybe it's a white rabbit plug. That'd be really quite. It's like a milk candy. There's a handover. There's a 1998 earthquake thing where they um, made a big thing of the PLA helping out right. the earthquake victims. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, there's the Shanghai Expo thing. And, uh, you know, they're just showing, showcasing all these great achievements. Sure. Um, the handover wasn't an achievement it was just like no it was an agreement that was finally reached you know reached its thing yeah they really love that though yeah they love this like rescue of the can you pause it for a second yeah. i have a little beef with yeah. that um mm -hmm. the whole so if you guys don't know a bazillions of people died in the sitchuan earthquake it was in ridiculous it was like three hundred thousand or something no, ridiculous? Eight hundred. was it 800 i think it end? could have been as high as eight hundred thousand. So, so. long story short it was a devastating earthquake a yeah. lot of people died due to poor building construction right yeah. and number two they covered it up, so no one was allowed to to be like send help because China didn't know what to do. To like, oh, we can't have the world find out about this. And the the biggest reason that they blocked all news about this earthquake is because of something called the Mandate of Heaven. Mm. So in traditional Chinese culture, if some massive natural disaster happens, it means it's time for the leadership to change. Right. So that was like kind of why that happened. But why are they celebrating that when they when they made it happen? Well, you know, here's the thing. I remember. I remember when that happened because mm. I was in China when that yeah. happened. And uh, there were a lot of good things that came from it yeah. um, in the end as far as unity of the nation is yeah. concerned. And that was really cool. But it was, everyone was like, you know, they they, they had these mascots mm. because it was 2008, the Beijing Olympics, right? right? That was their big thing. And they oh, had these, these really weird looking little mascots, right? And people were telling me that those are cursed like devils because they <laughs> caused the Sichuan earthquake and there was another big thing that happened in 2008 I can't even remember what it was but there was some other kind of disaster or something bad uh, was that maybe the milk powder thing or, maybe yeah or maybe well whatever same time period there there were two big things mm. that happened in 2008 the massive Sichuan earthquake being one of them so they were saying it's the evil mascots that they're a curse right um, anyway the thing is this, this horrendous horrendous earthquake killed so many people because you had children studying in class, buildings just collapsed on them, very poor Concrete. construction yeah. quality. It turns out that like none of them were built properly. No. So 
Then you've got the PLA came in to help, which is what they should do, you know. But it's constantly used as a positive propaganda for the yeah. PLA. It's I, like, look. I actually did a piece about that mm. in my university class. And yeah. we were talking, because it was the whole uh, uh, whole curriculum was about like social media. Ironically, you'd never be able to teach about that now. Yeah. But I covered that. And I was like, kind of asking them, like, what do you think about the relief efforts for uh, the Sichuan earthquake because so much money was squandered and these fake yeah. charities and yeah. stuff within China People were really salty about it mm. And I remember but the rhetoric changed a couple years later and they're like it was a heroic thing that the PLA stepped in there and helped all these people out and they're they're they instead of pointing the finger at the government being like why did you allow this building quality to happen? And why do you, you censor all results about mm. the, the earthquake instead of that which was kind of happening in the beginning it moved over and they're like yeah. no that was good that that's what brought our country together it's like what you yeah, know there look there was a lot of nonsense that happened during that time i remember like a very experienced uh, disaster relief a japanese disaster relief company wanted to come over to help mm. because they have a lot of experience because of all the tsunamis oh, yeah. and all the earthquakes in japan yeah. but china wouldn't let them because then they would lose face right. letting J japan help them I remember that being like I was shocked by that. Yeah. But on top of that, there was a lot of help from everybody. Like yeah. all different walks of life, people went to help. It was a big heroic effort. And, you know, besides all that crappy political stuff, it did really bring everybody together trying to help the Fair survivors. Fair enough, but it could, have been, it could have been prevented if you didn't allow tofu buildings and massive yes. construction bribery projects yeah, to go. Ab absolutely. But, you know, one thing that really disgusted me the most out of all of this, to be honest, was... Um, Everybody virtue signal, signaling, mm. okay? And the company I worked for is when I was working for that rapist. Right. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, um, I'm not laughing about that part. It's just that, that, that job guy. was hilarious. It's, anyway, so I was working for this this big company, um, Shan Mu Peishun, mm. and uh, the leader of the company thought that it would be a great time to, you know, virtue signal. Mm. So he got all the foreign teachers to line up in a like a row. He got a big donation box that had written on the side there, Sichuan earthquake donation. Um, and he got us all standing there, like fanning out the money. He came and he put like about 500 RMB in everybody's hands. He said, okay, you stand there, he put 500. And then he had him at the front, like pretending to put the money in to the box and we're all lined up. So it's like, okay, we're all gonna be putting the money right. in. They took the photo and he took all the money back and yeah. then walked up. Do you know how often this gets caught on tape? These yeah. government officials line up and they put the money in and then they clear the box out and they're done. It was just like, to me, it was the most dishonest, horrible thing. I felt so bad. I ended up actually donating a huge portion of my right. salary to the Sichuan Earthquake Hopefully Fund. Hopefully it ended up there. Yeah, you never know. But the thing is, like, it, it just appalled me. Right. You know, it made me feel so, so sick. Right. Anyway, that kind of thing happens. So We didn't mean to talk about that so long. Uh, <laughs> no. DM, can you roll yeah. the media? Yeah, let's, let's continue. Keep Sorry going. about that. <clears throat> So yeah, yeah, these are the achievements. You had the Olympics, which was a huge deal for them. You have all the minority kids there. Getting it was. Along. Look, it was it was it was the time for China to come onto the world stage. Sure. You know. Right. Um, and now they're showing their military. Why do kids care about this? <laughs> I don't know. It's like, look, they're we, forced to. Look, we managed to sneak the secrets of the J thirty five fighter out from America and built our own one. Yay! Ooh, you said that very, <laughs> very quietly. Yeah, I did. Didn't uh, anyway, I saw people saying that when I uh, posted that video on Instagram uh, of the that guy, that American um, dude in China who yeah. like his daughter was born in Beijing and he does those videos for China Daily, yeah. teaching her about the Belt and Road and everything. And obviously she's reading from a script and she's like, Papa, you said the Belt and Road isn't just about moving men and material to one place to the other. And he's like, no, of course not. And then she's like, well, can every country join? And he's like, well, it's China's idea. The U.S. hasn't joined yet. I don't know why. They must be imperialist or something. <laughs> and it really is like 
what what six year old in their right mind is asking about international lo logistics of moving shipping containers? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Absolutely, it, true. it shows you how out of touch the propaganda is. So we we showed um, how out of touch the children's stuff is. We could we could literally dig up hundreds and hundreds of different cartoons and videos, but we're gonna go on through like the age brackets, right? Yeah. yeah. So the next thing we're gonna show is more targeted at like the rebellious teen generation. Yeah. Let's uh, see what's coming up next. Oh no, we're oh, not. I'm sorry. sorry. We're mobilizing pause, the troops. Yeah, pause that for a second. Um, remember when the whole Huawei thing kind of broke? Yeah. And uh, Canada arrested the CFO, is it? Yeah. yeah of uh, Huawei. Meng. Yeah, Meng. Princess, Princess Meng. Princess Meng. Yeah. Aww. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> So what happened was, in like retaliation, almost immediately, um, this propaganda song for Huawei suddenly appeared. Right. So let's uh, let's play a little bit of it. <laughs> this crap is stuck in our head. I wonder if people time. that don't speak Chinese are going to be as appalled. Um, yeah. We'll explain it though. Okay. Audio's cut. Yeah. Um, so basically, what you're seeing is this is. We, we picked two clips that represent children. This is the mobilization of, of children, children for China's propaganda purpose. Propaganda tool, yeah. yeah. Um, you can explain, like, what's going on here. Well, little kids all dressed in T-shirts that say China on yeah. them, like in a traditional script, and they're like, which is the most beautiful phone in the world? Which has the best signal? Which is the most high-tech? It's Huawei. Yes, yeah, and then Huawei how? It means Huawei is good, good. and Huawei made. Huawei beautiful. is beautiful. Um, anyway, the thing is... After this was released, um, you know, at first it was put out there as an official sort of a, a government-backed sort of thing, but then it got a lot of flack from, from international yeah, press. Well, not only international, but local too. Yeah, Weibo, right? And so then they, the company Huawei distanced themselves from it. So, they were oh, like, no, we totally was, didn't do that. It was, it was an independent company that sure. made this by themselves. Meanwhile, right. they obviously paid a company to do this, like, you know. When this dropped... Mm. My favorite aspect was that the whole rhetoric, the whole thing that Huawei. Why has a China... kid got a, an assault rifle? I, did you have to ask that? You know, it's China, dude. Yeah, anyway, Come on. sorry. Um, the whole thing was they were saying that no, let Huawei 5G into your country and Huawei products into your country because we have nothing to do with the PLA and nothing to do with the government. And they then tried to, <laughs> and then they make this. Yeah, which is a government-backed. It says China. Yeah. And our country is the best, and we have the best phones, which is Huawei. Yeah, and then it's you got, link. Yeah, them. exactly. You link them together. <laughs> With children in a PLA uniform and an assault rifle. Did you, did you ever find it super creepy with this kind of stuff? Like any performance that they always put makeup on the kids? Oh, yeah, on top of that, they dub everything as well. Yeah. Have you noticed they yeah. obviously have bad microphones or something? They had camera as well. Yeah. What is this, 144p? Yeah, well, come on, we downloaded this off Weibo or so. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, okay. But yeah, it's it's kind of it's cringy. It's got the worst catchy tune ever, um, and it just shows it's you. It's poison yeah. in your ears, and now, you'll... Oh. Um, can you just pause it in a second? Yeah, okay. The next thing is we'd actually... This this is a clip that uh, we found a little while ago. Uh -huh. um, we've shown it before and yeah. some of our other stuff. But this is actually um, what results. Okay, this is one of the, the things that kind of uh, this all leads to. 
Um, no, let's just play the clip and then we'll talk about it. Let's just enjoy these credits. Yeah. There's a lot of people involved. Yes, hell of a lot of people. We could have done a better job shooting that. Yeah. Drone shots. Yeah, yeah. drone shots of the kids. Check this out, Sounds right? Bad. Okay, can you pause it there? Okay, so um, for those of you at home, mm -hmm. what you're seeing here is there's a big sort of a billboard behind these kids, and mm -hmm. it says Happy Children's Day. Yeah. And the children are... Um, <laughs> yeah, get a yeah. Good freeze frame on that. Yeah. The, what's happening is there's a young girl. She has a Luger-style pistol. <laughs> yeah. She mows down a bunch of Japanese soldiers, kills them all, right. and runs off, grabs the Chinese flag, and lifts it in the air in mm. this triumphant sort of thing with mm. the Chinese national anthem playing behind it. Right. Now, you might think this is a little weird and extreme and out of the ordinary, but it's actually quite common. Are, are you trying to say that when you were in kindergarten, you didn't have a play where you just shot a bunch of Soviets? No. Oh, weird. Neither did I. Yeah, no, we didn't. Huh, interesting. Yeah. You never, you never played uh, Red Dawn on the playground. Yeah. Wolverines. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, this is incredibly common because I did, I taught kindergarten for about a year. Uh -huh. You know, in the beginning, and right. when I first got to China, and well, they have the typical flag raising every morning with the you know national anthem and they do all that stuff. It's kind of normal. Um, but they have every time there's like a play and some excuse to do a play. They'll do like some kind of traditional dance thing, you know. They'll Little flags. Yeah, and, yeah, they'll they'll do like some nice Chinese cultural stuff. But there's always somewhere in there. There's some kind of military theme thing where they're killing Japanese people. Mm. These kids, by the way, are like four, five, four, yeah. maybe kindergartners. Why are you teaching children to shoot and kill people? <laughs> nice freeze frame, yeah. Yeah, yeah. These and especially the poor kids that had to play the Japanese people. You think yeah. they like they actually delineated a line in their mind? They're like, no, you are now Japanese people. Yeah, it's it's not it's not good. But you know, this is so entrenched in Chinese um, society because not only do they have those shows on every yeah. single day. I remember I went to the Tencent Christmas party. You know, Tencent yeah, is yeah. the people who make WeChat and yeah. they're like the biggest internet company, you know, other than Google in yeah. the world. And for their Christmas gala, they rented out this massive stadium. They actually had uh, Wang Feng there, uh, you know, singing his dude, songs, yeah. which Singer. was awesome. Mm. I actually really enjoyed that. Um, you know, and they always get big stars to come in there because they're the most, you know, famous company sure. in China. One of their big centerpiece performances was this. Exactly the same. They really? had a bunch of the Tencent staff, I guess, managers or something decided to put on a play. So they all dressed up like, you know, like the communists right. and they got the Japanese to run on the stage and they all shot him with fake rifles and stuff and did a whole big play like this. Uh. So this is a big international company basically for their big gala condoning murder, you know, murdering people as a play right. on stage. Sure. You know, I mean, I guess you see it every day on TV, so it's got to be okay, right? Yeah, I just, I my only issue with this is that to bring it back to this whole brainwash thing, they bring these kids to the mm -hmm. Japanese War Museum, right? And yeah. let's be honest, Japan effed up big time. Of they course. were disgusting. Yes, and we're not making excuses for Holy them. Lord, <laughs> the atrocities were, yeah. it's unparalleled. Yeah. But that being said, you don't take a four and five-year-old to these museums to see people flayed and stabbing babies and all this kind of stuff. In, You're putting poisonous images yeah, in their brain. In fact, let's go over to the pictures, okay? Let's... This, since we're talking about it, you've got these theme parks in China, okay, where they have these like reenactments of the Japanese coming in and killing a bunch of people, right? Mm. So they'll do these live action plays, kind of like if you go to Tombstone and every day you see the showdown yeah. at the OK Corral, right. you know, that kind of thing. 
Um, the difference here is though that they, of course, it's all flipped on its head and it's like historical fantasy. So you'll have some Japanese come and shoot some people, but then like the some farmer peasants will come and like murder right. all the Japanese. It's going to be like a this crazy is their thing. Top. But these theme parks allow you to do things like stab straw straw men in uh, like Japanese costumes with a bayonet and all this. And can we go to the next picture? Kids get to like dress up and shoot Japanese people with fake guns. And my my personal experience is when I went on that um, aircraft carrier that's now in the ocean. Yeah, um, remember that was in uh, the Minsk. It was in Shenzhen. Yes. I took all my students there, yeah. and the first thing you can do was pay like I think it was like one RMB, and you can shoot with an air gun. There's balloons. Yeah. all over the body of these uh, American soldiers, but it's the typical, like, hook nose, like, he's drooling and, like, gold gristled and stuff. Yeah, so it's yeah. not just Japanese. Yeah, of course. Um, anyway, so you get to uh, shoot Japanese mm. people acting to be Japanese. Let's go to the next one. You get to ride on vehicles and shoot Japanese people. It's right. a big thing. Now, this relates to me, okay? And i got to tell you mm. why. Um, years ago, probably 2007, 2008, thereabouts, I decided to do this crazy thing, which was to cycle on a bicycle from Shenzhen to Zhuhai. Mm. It, it was a 12-hour thing. It was ridiculous in the heat of summer. I don't know what I was thinking. Anyway, I was starting to get sunstroke. I had a massive like tan on the back of my neck, sure. as you do. So I put my hunk handkerchief underneath my hat. Uh, if we go to the next picture. So that's me right. during the cycling trip. You look like a dirty Japanese soldier. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Can you go back to the first picture? If you actually look at the Japanese soldiers, yeah. they're military hats. It's like a cap with, you know, sort of a cloth over mm. the neck in order to stop sunstroke. So let's go back to me. See, I kind of look, I suppose, yeah, I mean marginally. like a Japanese soldier type thing. Right. Anyway, I was just cycling through some random rural area, and children <laughs> were throwing stones at me, <laughs> shouting, you know, Japanese Sharuben Guizu, which means little, little Japanese ghost, and throwing stones at me. Okay, do you understand how this hatred has? Right. I'm talking about right. little kids that are like four, five, six, sure. like those grubby kids on the side right. of the road, right. picking up stones and throwing it at this random dude riding past on a bicycle. I guess the most alarming thing for me is the mm -hmm. fact that those kids at that age had it's been they've been force fed this stuff so much that their initial instinct was to chuck rocks at you. Yeah. Like they didn't yeah. have any other perspective. Like we got to take this guy down. Yeah. We've got to throw rocks. At, and yeah. I was just like, what are you doing? You know, I'm first of all, I'm not Japanese, but even if I was, you're a rude little shit throwing a rock. <laughs> you know, do you want me to throw they, a rock back at you? They've been I'll throw a freaking boulder. Okay. Yeah. You could be <laughs> I'll like, throw you. <laughs> you little shit. What if, what if they actually thought you were a ghost? Like for real? They're trying yeah, to banish yeah. you to the nether realm. Yeah, with rocks. Yeah, no, but I mean, it just shows you that, that this sure. actually has real it world and it's not repercussions. The kids no, of course. It's because they've been fed all this hatred. Right. You know? And it starts young, for yeah. sure. Um, so we're going to move on to the older generation, how they're trying to target them. Yeah. So you got to, because you got to keep the propaganda going. Yeah. Right? You can't yeah. just stop. Yeah. Um, DM's going to scrub through this real quick. Wait, why is it going at high speed now? I don't know. Try playing. Okay. Try playing. Right. Did I. Uh... No, I think you're... Whoa. Whoa, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened. There's got to be a play a yeah. play thing. That's fine. Maybe just close it and start it over, dude. Okay. The only technical difficulties. We're having technical... Good thing we have this drone footage behind us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's... Um, DM is going to open this back up. This is the... Uh... Is it working now, DM? Yeah. It looks... No, it's still fast. No, it's a... you've, you've pressed something in VLC. There's some kind of a playback. No, it's good now. It's good. Oh, okay. We're okay, good. we're good. Okay. All right, guys. Let's just... Yeah. 
Sorry about that. It's okay. Yeah. Let's really just good. play this a little bit. Yeah. And we'll talk. Because this is time lapse anyway. Yeah, yeah, get us out because there's some subtitles. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bring us back. Um, but <laughs> play it in the background. Yeah. So. There we go. Winston, that track freaking slaps hard, dude. That's <laughs> fire. Uh-huh. Now, let's explain this super quick. Yeah. The two sessions is basically when the Communist Party of China comes together and they decide what they're going to do that year. Yeah, what well, is the, 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 the main body and then the, the NPC, NPC. <laughs> Council? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is um, actually called the NPC. Yeah, it's called uh, sorry. Bureau or whatever. Yeah. Um, so they get together. Now, what you're seeing for those at home in the background is this rap song with... All this incredible technology and mm. science stuff going on and all these achievements, you know, um, of what China has done. You know, it's really like bigging up any any anything that they, sure. they've done. Right. So construction, which, you know, the thing is, there is a lot that China can be proud of that sure. they've done. They have made big strides in a lot of things. But do you know what you don't do? What? Is make a freaking rap song about it. This is yeah. the lamest garbage you've ever seen in your yeah, life. And they true. actually think they're touching the hearts and minds of these uh, kids that like K-pop and all this kind of stuff. Mm. Do you think kids like this crap? How about we make a rap about like a presidential debate? Right, and uh, the judicial the system of the House of Representatives. The Electoral College is gonna yeah. vote on this right. and that. Right, this is the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. when the audio comes back in, um, mm -hmm. I want DM to pause it because <laughs> it's probably the most delicious nugget of video we've ever found. <laughs> Yeah. What happened is they, like I said, they're trying to appeal to the youngsters. They got yeah. this cool hip hop. They know rap of China is popular on TV, sure. right? So what can we do? Let's make a communist party rap about how awesome we are. Yeah, everyone's gonna cringe out, but they think it's actually gonna touch them, right? Sure. Now, what they did, I think, is run out of things to say. Yes. Because it literally seems like about halfway through the rap, he's just opening a thesaurus up and he doesn't even know the words he's saying. Yeah. And it just goes ape shit. We don't even know the words he's saying. I, I learned more English from this video than any video I've ever seen. Not yeah. even joking. So we're going to bring the audio back in this clip coming up here and you, we'll, we'll disappear so you guys can see it. Yeah. Get us out of there so they can read the subtitles. And let's go for it. It should come back It should be shortly. coming up, yeah. We've got two sessions. Let me, Let me show, show you, you Chinese manners. What are Chinese manners? manners? I'm not going to go there. Okay. <laughs> Fortitude presence. Yeah. Well, come on. Where's our the fragrance for blessing? Up? The world we show our. Okay, we got two sessions. We know this now. Yeah. Let me show you Chinese manners. Tramp the bygone ses session. We're the fortitude presence. <laughs> Keep the environment alive. I've... Yeah. Don't, don't sacrifice seaside sunshine. We can read it. Yeah, we could. It's like a summertime paradise. Likewise, butterflies in twilight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, listen. <laughs> Satisfied Popeye. What is that? <laughs> 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 I 
what the, what's the different <laughs> lithitis? What is that? Is that a word? <laughs> okay, we don't need to hear any more of him, but uh, yeah, let's let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. So there's this thing. Mm -hmm. There's this thing that happens. I, I this is like anthropology for me. Yeah. You know when you teach university students and there's always that one kid that like does the thesaurus trick because he wants to impress the teacher and he's right. reading off all these words that just don't even make sense. Yeah. Or using idioms that nobody would ever use sure. to, to look smart. I have a feeling that's what happened with this. So they're like, we're, we're going to show the world how awesome China is about the two sessions which nobody knows what the hell that is. No, 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 no. And then we're going to have this hip young dude rapping to appeal to the local audience. And yeah. then we're going to show everyone that China does know such badass awesome English that you're going to be intimidated by us. So what is a nephrothalitis or whatever not, What's a larch? I, I think it's a kind of tree. Okay. But why is it like a Popeye or something? What did How you say? How is that going to... Does Popeye eat larch? I don't know what I'm Popeye sure has spinach, to do. I'm pretty spinach, dude. And Popeye's got <laughs> nothing to do with and the two is, sessions, okay? Is your 1.4 billion people <laughs> and the Communist Party of China in your massive two sessions meeting literally to appeal or appease a 1920s Popeye character from a cartoon? That'd be pretty That'd ridiculous. be pretty sad. Yeah. No, that'd be pretty sad. What was he talking about, like, working in the crustaceous? Yeah, like, you'll go... <laughs> <laughs> is that like... I recommend that everyone goes and checks that out. Um, yeah. Because we cut out a lot of the most delicious pieces. But we thought that part we'll was We'll put a link when we finally make this... Sure. Uh, you know, we'll put a link in the description when this video goes up. So. Necrophilia? What was it? Necrophilolitis or something. I don't even know what that is. But, uh, I don't want to have to scrub back to that, but yeah. someone in the chat's going to absolutely know. Yeah. Anyway, that song is fire. Absolute yeah. fire. Mm -hmm. um, and we got one more that yeah. we're going to talk over. Yes. Okay. This, this You won't hear any audio because it's from a very famous bunch yeah, of Yeah, so people. this is the scary one. This is the one that might actually work because what we have here is the TF boys. And I don't, I've been saying their name, uh, rep, you know, is an acronym for something else. But you guys can come up <laughs> yeah. with your own yeah, you know, ideas about that. So this one actually is about the social credit system. Yes. So in case you guys don't know, the social credit system is a way that the Chinese government monitors how good you are. Um, in public mm -hmm. for your public decency and how your manners and how your work performance is and are you getting tickets when you're driving or are you saying bad things about the party? Yeah, are you jaywalking? Right. Yeah. So That's it's scary. Right. It's like Black Mirror. Yeah. And these guys, they hired the most popular uh, boy group, the TF Boys, yeah. to and, do a song about it. And apparently the TF Girls too because there's lots of girls in here too. Yeah, well the anyway. TF Boys are you know, yeah. highlights. Yeah, exactly. The bright lights, more like what they shine in them to make them look so white. I think you must have six pounds of makeup on. Yeah, Holy yeah. crap. Anyway, enough of the Shaoxian roll, as they yeah. call them, means little fresh meat. So my point is that, yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah. My point is the last one is cringy, right? Mm. I don't even think people might, people might not even know who that guy was. But yeah. this is when you get pop stars Superstars. raising their fist to communism yeah. and being like, yes, we should be monitored. Be good to your word. Let's let the Communist Party take over our lives. Yeah, I mean, the whole point of this particular music video is they're talking about trust. Yes. Like, you know, and they show that that self, you know, they they had this thing, mm. what she's doing now. She's walking into one of those grocery stores where you can go in and buy things yourself. It's like a, uh, what do you call it? Like a, there's, no, there's no person there. Yeah. So you go choose what you want, then you pay for it. But it's based on a trust system. Right. You know, they failed. Am I surprised? <laughs> I'm just saying. Is that working in yeah. Japan? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Anyway, the thing is. Um, they're, they're showing those like shared bikes because they're having a lot of trouble with people just destroying them or stealing right. them or just mistreating them. So it's all about like, you've got to be a trustworthy person. Uh -huh. And I find it, I I mean, if it didn't have those overtones of the social credit, I actually, what it is. I actually think it would be a good message. Sure. Because China needs more messages like this. Sure. They do. Right. Because there is 
no trust in society. People just right. take advantage. They will right. just wreck everything mm. if they get given the chance. Especially the lost generation. Yeah. I should yeah. say mostly the lost generation. Yeah, mostly the lost generation. But you've seen what happened to the shared bikes. Yeah. You've seen what happened Ooh. to anything that's kind of free or there's a giveaway. Place gets demolished. Right. Buffets, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So this kind of message is actually a positive one. Sure. But so, it is literally trust the government. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, that's true. And it's like trust the social credit system. You shouldn't. There shouldn't be any backlash against this because we're all peaceful members of society yeah. and we love everyone. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, there's there's that hidden darker side to it. But at the same time, it is always good to have some kind of a positive message out there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that kind of thing wouldn't work. No. In other countries, because you know, we prefer to see some random rappers or something talking crap about money and hose or something right you know hog under the ghetto yeah hog <laughs> wouldn't be rapping about the two sessions that's for sure actually you know when i interviewed them they were complaining a lot about what first of all what they couldn't talk about yeah. they couldn't say anything oh, political. it's so much worse now it's gotten way worse and also the fact that you know they've got tattoos and stuff mm. but they have to cover them up or they're not allowed to perform and they're in uh, public they're- they're hog, dude. You can't cover those yeah, tats. Yeah. Come, on, Come on, hog, dude. Honor the ghetto, dude. <laughs> How are you going to honor the ghetto with covered up tats? Yeah, exactly. And singing Idiots. about like fried rice or something because that's all you can. Do you right. think those guys would have uh, street cred if they came to the U.S.? Yeah, dude. Absolutely. 88 Rising, that Chinese label in, in based um, out of L.A., tons of huge Chinese rappers here now. I've got to say, like the people that I met during that documentary uh. specifically made a big impression on me. You know, right. Like that Gulu Lee guy, right. that like perverted photographer dude. Oh, yeah, that guy. Um, he's pretty cool, though. He's cool. I always wear his shirt all the right. time. Um, these are the guys that are taking massive risks. You know, sure. when you get people here in America and uh, other Western countries running around, I don't know, splashing the walls with their period blood or something, they think they're doing something great. Mm. Okay, look at our expression. You're not doing anything because this society allows that kind of thing. Right, right. When you try to express yourself in a society that doesn't allow mm. it and that is oppressive, that's real, real courage. Right. Those are the real. Like, That's when the real hogs come out. Yeah, exactly. So you gotta honor the ghetto, man. Right. You know, the honor of the ghetto. By the way, it's. Oh, I'm sorry. Thing. Well, it should be called Thog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What does it say under there? I can't even read it. It says, "Gotta bring in Golden Age back." <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Uh, yes. Hog. <laughs> yeah, honor the ghetto, dude. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Thog. Uh, <laughs> got a break. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, watch Stales from China. You'll get to know all about these For guys. Sure. They're freaking cool. We have a lot of fun here, guys, in yeah. the show, yeah. don't we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, right. anyway, so th- let's just wrap this up. Okay. Um, do we have any photos that we need to show? I think no, that was no, about no, it, we, right? No, no, we showed those. So, yeah, it goes through the ages. And the weird thing is, is that mm. they seem to be targeting. And you, you know we talk about the lost generation all the time? It's yeah. the... 40, 50, 60, 70 year olds, right? Yeah. These are the people that cause real irreparable damage within the government and society. Yeah. Not the young people, right? But these people only get the red banners. Mm. These kids are getting this stuff force fed to them, right? So it's, I think it's less about like actually making society better and more like you need to trust the party because yes. things are about to get harsh. There is a, there is that issue with the the fact that the rotten apples, which are the you know lost generation, they are the ones bringing up the grandchildren. Right. So right. those four four five year olds that are busy shooting down the Japanese or and stuff. Rocks at you. Yeah, the grandparents are there. You can see them in the background filming it, laughing, having a good time. I think if it was someone of like let's say our wife's age, they'd probably mm. be appalled. They'll be like, hey, I don't want my kid like doing this. Right. But because like, no way the, the old 
the old guys are like, yeah, hell, hell yeah, give them Japs hell, you know. <laughs> That's exactly what they say. They do. Too, if you directly yes, if you hear what they it's say. I filmed. Remember, I've got that great clip where I was mm. filming those guys watching one of those like war fantasy things on TV, and like the, the guy shot some Japanese. He's like, yeah, remember it's, I got that. Yes, yes, I, like, I love that. The... <laughs> I went to Vivi's grandma's house once, and she she yeah. likes to watch those. Yeah. Um, she's like ex like military. She used to drive a sure. PLA truck. Mm. Anyway, her her son, right, Vivi's uncle. It was about Japan, obviously. They're fighting the Japanese soldiers. And the only thing he kept saying was like, Japan is so little. If you look at a map, look how little Japan is. It's like, dude, let it go. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like dick-sized comparison. Yeah, it's, it's silly. I mean, Doesn't that also like kind of, isn't that a smack on China that they were able to get invaded by such a tiny island? Don't, no don't, don't mention that. You know, <laughs> the thing is, we see similar stuff in the West with all the constant um, anti-Nazi mm. movies and stuff. Mm. But... And, and I wanted to draw parallels here because you do, like you'll see Inglorious Bastards or yeah. something, which is just like also fantasy. Right. It's all, you know, a bunch of made up nonsense most of the time. But at the end of the day, I remember growing up and we had films like The Dirty Dozen mm. and things like that, where it's like real kind of war stuff where the guys are trying to escape the enemy yeah. and do all this stuff. It's a bit more based in reality. And it's not as blatantly over the top. Right. And it, I didn't grow up hating Germans. Right. All right. We grew up to know that the Nazis were bad. Right. Right. And that Hitler was bad. Right. But I had German friends. Right. And, you know, you get to know, hey, German people are great. But in China, they never taught that. No, they're teaching the kids to hate Japanese people. History is current for them. Yeah. And um, again, I've repeated this many times. But when I was teaching kindergarten, Mm. I remember very clearly my teaching assistant saying to all the very young children, don't ever trust Japanese people. They're all liars and cheats and all this kind of stuff. And I and I pulled her aside and I asked her. Do you know any Japanese people? Because I had Japanese friends in China at the same time. She's like, no, I I would never have a Japanese friend. I'd never talk to a Japanese person. I was like, well, where are you getting your information from then? You know, you can't say something like that. But unfortunately, that's what the young generation in China are being taught. Sure. Anyway, I think we've said our piece about this. Let's Mm. move on to our next segment, which is... Lunchy Corner. Corner. But we have to do a super chat. Oh, we do. So after the little intro, let's hit that super chat. Sorry about that. Alrighty, Lawrence Post says, greetings from Connecticut. Are you coming back east? Here's the best to you. Gave 20 bucks, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Lawrence. I remember that you were the winner of a certain giveaway that I had on my channel, which is cool, and you've always been a very good supporter. Um, yeah, of course we'll be out east, east at some point. We'd love to do a yeah. little bit more exploring. By the way, guys, um, this upcoming Monday, mm. the ADV China is going to be the one that we shot with Prozzy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just Everyone so you all hyped. know. Yeah, it's going to be fun. The it's a good one, too. It's all three of us. We're talking about, basically, does China attract scumbag foreigners? It's yeah. going to be a good, it's a good topic. It is a good yeah. one. That is a good one. Cool. Maybe we can do one more, because yeah. I saw there were so many built up. Yeah. Yeah, we got, uh, let's see, Michael Lacko says, hi, how's it going? Where's your tie, Winston? Well, I told you, I'm trying to appeal to the youth. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. it's in the honor of a ghetto. The honor Why of a ghetto. Wear a yeah, you don't wear a tie in a ghetto, man. <laughs> They'd hang you by it. Yeah, exactly. You know? What does that say again? Uh, it says, gotta bring the golden age. Gotta bring. Sorry. Gotta bring the golden age back. <laughs> there we go. It's DA. Yeah, that's what's okay. Exactly. Gotta in like bring a the European golden age script. Back. <laughs> Love uh, it. Love the hog. Yeah, me All too. Right. Um, cool. Cool. All right, so, Guan Corner, uh, Diem. Yes. So, uh, we want to do the question first and then the video? Yes. Cool. All right. Hi, La Winners and Awesomeites. Uh, This is your buddy, Ian. I started a training center in Shenzhen, but recently decided to sell it. 
I transferred all of the customers, classes, and credits to the new owner. They won't lose anything. However, they thought that I was trying to run away with their tuition, despite me explaining everything clearly. My wife and I had to run away in the middle of the night, but only after they imprisoned me in my own school for four hours. Lawyers looked over the contracts and everything is above board. I took a video. For your, uh, for your, viewers, and, for your viewers and listeners, maybe you can explain how this happened. Love your show. Hey, Ian. Long time no see. Ian's a buddy from China. Yeah. Not from China. Yeah, we met him in Shenzhen. From America, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he had a school, right? Yeah, I mean, remember, this was a long time ago. He used to come hang out at the Churchill Customs yeah. shop. Yeah, yeah. We sold him a motorcycle. A remember? Yeah, yeah, we sold him a motorcycle. Nice guy. Yeah. Um, he got a fresh start in China. He was mm. kind of struggling in the US. He came to China. Made a good thing of it. He got married. He had a kid. Um, and he started a training center. Successful one, too. Yeah, and this is kind of like the progression of a successful foreigner in China, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, it is. You did it, too. Yeah. Get it married, is. have a kid, open a training center. That's pretty much how <laughs> it, it goes. Is. It is. That's what you do, right? Yeah, you do. Yeah. It's pretty um, much the only thing you can do. So, I mean, you've, you've run a training center, sure. so you have a little bit more insight into how this all works. So can you explain, um, you know, what they're about to see? So Ian sent us a video of him being held ransom within his own school. And mm -hmm. what you're about to see is all the parents freaking out, saying, give us our money back, right? And this is the kind of mob mentality and lack of... Uh, foresight, lack of looking into the details that you'll often see in mob culture in China. Yeah. So when I was running my school, you'd have the people pay the receptionist the tuition. Mm -hmm. They'd get either vouchers or uh, WeChat updates about how many classes they have left, when mm -hmm. they are, everything was scheduled by the books. Now, when I sold my school, I made yeah. sure that I had finished all of those things. All sure. of the, I didn't, it didn't transfer to someone else. I, I cut off everyone and said, listen, this is either you get your money back or you have this amount of classes left. What Ian did was sell his school, and this is correct. Yeah. And he transferred all the classes over to the new owner who communicated with them that, yes, it's going to continue. The teachers are changing because mm -hmm. the school is changing hands. Yeah. Sold his license. His wife's name was on everything. It was fully above board, right? Yeah. But in this clip, you're going to see them shouting at him and saying, give us our money back over and over again, getting all propaganda chants going. Yeah. Let's just roll the clip. Yeah, let's roll the clip. <clears throat> okay, so... Okay, excuse me. I'm going to be going now. Okay, you cannot hold me against my will. I'm going to leave on my own free will. I'm going to leave on my own free will. I'm, okay, okay. Very funny. I'm going to leave on my own free will. Okay? Are you not letting me there? I mean, obviously, you've got like a ringleader here, which is that uh, woman. Yeah. And so she says, hey, everybody, he's recording. Everybody start recording. Mm. So then they pull out their phones. And then the guy over there is like, give me back my money. Mm. Uh, let's continue. Leave. You are, you, are you not please, letting me leave? Excuse me. Again. Oh, we got the old Magic the Gathering, this is China card. It literally defeats any other card. Yeah, but did you hear what that guy said? He was like, your wife cheated us. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yes, so took everyone's mm -hmm. money. Stole. Yeah, stole everyone's, yeah. Okay, let's continue. <laughs> okay, excuse me. Like I said, <laughs> we are not. Give us back our money. So you guys are... We have not taken any... We have not taken any money. Okay, let's just pause it there. 
she's chanting all these things like, did we give money? Yes. Are we having a peaceful demonstration? Yes. Are we going to call the police? Are we good by the police? Yeah. 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 Blah, 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 blah. Um, why does this happen? Well, what happens is there's so so much distrust. So just in the city where I set up my school, no one ever felt slighted because yeah. they're dealing with me directly. Mm. When you get some of these bigger ones or unlicensed ones, what'll happen is they'll start, take all the tuition and run off. Usually they're Chinese running off for yeah, them. Yeah. They'll take all the tuition and run away, close down, move to a different city. So a lot of people get burned by this. So these people, I don't know if they've been burned before, but they know that this type of shtick yeah. happens, right? Yeah, you can't actually blame them. No, no, because it happens. Yeah. And not only with training centers, especially things like gyms. Right. They open up and then they sell you like a six month or a one year membership yeah. and then they will close down and there's no recourse. No. Your money's gone. Right. This happens with a lot of like educational or, you know, that kind of thing. So um, I've seen it happen multiple times. It's happened to me. Mm. It's happened to friends of mine, especially right. especially with gym memberships. Yeah. I'm not a gym boy, but, you know, there was a gym near my place and I decided I'd get a like a membership so I could go use their um, like steam room and stuff. Yeah. And it was like, what, a month later? They just uh, disappeared. I arrived there. The doors were shut. Hmm. Had that, you know, the lock on the door, the, the, bicycle, lock, the bicycle bicycle lock. lock yeah. And that was it. It's all dusty. And it's happened to so many people that I know of yeah. that they've spent money and then it just, the, the guy runs away. It happened with, you know, like the shared bike thing. Yeah. The, which one? The Blue Go-Go mm. one? Where the CEO, everybody gave. The investors. Yeah, they, they put in like a 200 RMB deposit. And then he just ran away with all the money and they couldn't get their money back. Right. This is a typical thing that happens in China all the time. So they're obviously worried that because he sold his school, he's just going to take the money and mm, leave, mm. you know, and they're not going to get their classes. But in sure. actual fact, he had transferred all the lawyer, classes. The lawyers even yeah, looked it over. Exactly. It's It sucks, but they actually had him under arrest. Like they, they right. kidnapped him basically right. for four hours in his own school. Right. And like you said, he had to leave in the middle of the night. Like a, like he's a, got a newborn child. Cloak and dagger thief yeah. kind of a thing. Right. Um, and... To be honest, this is a, a nightmare scenario for any foreigner to be in in China. It is. Because you, did you see one of the first things she said? Well, this is China. This right. is China. That's the only excuse. Shuts yeah. everything down. Yeah. You know, you can't do anything no. if you're not Chinese in China because this is China. You also can't have a conversation. You yeah. can't be like, listen, guys, this is how it is. They'll just scream at you the entire time. Yeah, it's time. like, oh, if you don't like it, go back to your country. You see the tactic she uses is riling up everyone and doing the chants. They've yeah. been doing that since they're kids, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, Scary stuff. Avoid, if there's any advice to learn, avoid situations like that for God's Avoid sake. confrontation in China, yeah. Yeah. pretty much, yeah. if you're there. So that's our Guanxi Corner. I think cool. it's time super for chat. us to have a super chat. Yeah, let's have a super chat. All right, let's do it. Uh, private Privacy says, wait, let's go back down. I saw a Chinese lady touch a 400-year-old painting, and when I scolded her, she laughed and smirked. It made me wonder what Chinese attitudes are to historical heritage. What are museums like there? Well, to be fair, when China, you know, promotes the destruction of its own culture and the cultural revolution, there's not going to be a whole lot of respect left over. Again, it's, it's got a lot to do with that generation. Yeah. Um, this has happened a couple of times. It wasn't that long ago where um, uh, some woman was filming her kids playing in the art gallery. Mm. It, where, wherever it was, it was overseas somewhere. Right. And the kids smashed the art installation. Yeah. And she didn't do anything. She no. just kept filming them. And it was, no. a, it was a big laugh. I've seen the grandparents allow the kids to climb onto statues and stuff, you know, which are obviously there's ropes mm. around them to say no or climb into the gardens. Um, there's a certain generation of Chinese people that have no concept whatsoever when it comes to historical value. Yeah. You know, like those guys who go to Japan and then they like walk into the sacred space like yeah. spring at the temple yeah. and start trying to like scoop deer. it into 
yeah, bottles of punch deer or whatever. <laughs> it's just a certain generation. Deer and, butcher. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, you know, I I don't want to say it's all Chinese people. It's just that. No, generation. I mean, like, I can't. I think we're beating this to yeah. death every yeah. time we got it. You guys have to make a line mm. to separate the lost generation versus the new younger Chinese people Don't that would absolutely yeah. never do that stuff. Don't forget, these are the people that sold their own parents and their teachers out to right. the communist government and got them sent to concentration camps right. or sent to labor camps mm. or outright murdered their own teachers and stuff. They had the to, people really. that were starving mm. and were eating their own children. Right. We're talking about a very, very bad bunch of people and they're all still alive right and the ones that survived are the worst because those are the guys who were the most tenacious right willing to do the most dirty things For in order to you know get to where they are so you're dealing with a Obviously very not all of them yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah i'm being i'm right. being melodramatic and over the top here but you know when you run into these despicable deeds that you see if you ever hear about chinese people doing bad things it's always from that same generation mm. Because it's not that's youngsters. no, and that's because of the environment they grew up mm. in. You got to understand, it was tough, man. You got to understand. Yeah, you got to understand China. You got to love China. <laughs> sorry. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, old fans will get that. Yeah. Um, anyway, shall we move on to our worldview? Let's mm. do it. Not even old fans. Wasn't that so, last week? Yes. Yeah, last week. So. <laughs> well, yeah, worldview is where we talk about something in the news that's got something to do, usually with China as well. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even need to introduce that anymore, do we? Yeah, not really. Okay, so uh, the first thing we're going to talk about is, um, well, let's roll the clip, shall we? Mm-hmm. We'll just play it in in its entirety, and then we can discuss it when it's done. Sure. Maybe uh, make us go away. Yeah. The meters freestyle. An excellent swim it was. Swin Yang. Championships. <laughs> it is... Calm down soon. Goodness me, what was that? That was in the face of Duncan Scott. Is that right? Sun Yang of China is not shaking hands with Duncan Scott, but that was enormously aggressive. Well, look at that on the right-hand side. Duncan Scott shaking hands with the other guys, but he's refusing to shake hands with the champion, Sun Yang. This is very, very interesting indeed. Sun Yang promoted into the gold because Rapsis twitched on the start and therefore was disqualified having touched the wall first. Oh dear, he's now getting booed massively. Listen to this. All right, (laughs) bring us back. All right. So um, I was a swimmer. Yes, you were. Maybe actually. I can introduce real quick. Um, this is a 200 meter freestyle event, and Sun Yang from China was the winner. Very, very close margin. It was a good race. But why is there a controversy around this man? Well, you see, this Duncan Scott is not the first person to snub you know him. snub him at the podium. Mm. Um, and you know, obviously, our old friend Mac Horton didn't even stand on the podium. Right. And we have an ADV China yeah. years ago now yeah. when this first happened. Because, yeah. okay, here's the thing about Sun Yang is that he's a national hero in mm. China, okay, because he does well at swimming, of right. course. But he was suspended in 2014 for three months yeah. because of doping. Yeah. He was found to have, what was it called? Tri- um, it was 
I think I have it here on my notes. If you want okay. me to read yeah, it. if you can find it. Anyway, um, he was found to have a performance-enhancing uh, drug. Trimetazine. Trimetazine. Mm. Okay, in in his system. So he got a, a very hush-hush suspension. Right. It wasn't made very public. Um, I think he said it was because he was taking some medicine for his heart or yeah, something, something, which like is, that. yeah, whatever. Um, you got to understand China. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Yeah. You have to understand that whenever there's a doping scandal in the Western world, it's like Michael Phelps. Just smoked weed and yeah. uh, he got lambasted and yeah. suspended, right? If you're caught doping, your career is pretty much over. Mm. Not in China, though. You're caught no. doping, they'll keep it hush-hush and, you know, just figure a way to... You remember what they did in the Olympics? It. They'd have, like, the athletes in these boats off water so they wouldn't be tested. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, yeah. they promote it. Yeah, you know. pretty much. Anyway, so the thing is, he was caught doping. So in, um, Mac Horton, when he... The Australian yeah, guy. Yeah, he beat him. Right, and not he, physically. No, no, just at swimming. Sure. And on the podium, called him a drug cheat. Mm. And, uh, As he was. Yeah, because of his history of right. being, do you know, the, the doping suspension, sure. right? And uh, because of that, there was this big backlash from the Chinese netizens oh, who man. went crazy. They jumped over the firewall using VPNs and went onto Mac Horton's, like, Instagram and stuff and just swore just at him. And him. You must apologize to Sun Yang, all this crap. And they went completely crazy. And most of them actually didn't know about the, the drug thing in 2014. No. And if they found out about it, they were told, oh, no, he was just taking cough medicine or sure. whatever. And it's a false reading. It was reading. a heart thing, like a heart yeah, medicine. Yeah, yeah, heart medicine. And it's false reading. Mm. Okay, whatever. You can say, say it is what it is. But so why did this happen? Yeah, okay. So there was this kind of impromptu drug test. You know, they sent a nurse and a team to Sun Yang's house. In China. Yeah, in China to go and draw blood and do a, like, off-the-cuff test. Because yeah. that's how they, they catch these guys out, right? Um, anyway, during this whole session where they were, like, drawing blood, um, there's a bit of a scuffle because Sun Yang was challenging whether or not the nurse was an accredited nurse or not gotcha. while this was happening sun yang's mother told sun yang's security guard <laughs> getting weird. to smash the vial of blood with a hammer right which then happened so why would you be smashing the blood unless you have something to hide oh it's a setup yeah it's all because because it's not re real accredited nurse mm. whatever the case it casts a lot of doubt on the validity of, you know, Sun Young. Like, is he doping again? Why would he smash the, the blood if he sure. wasn't, you know, guilty? Either way, this sparked off a new sort of, you know, in the um, professional uh, swimming field, mm -hmm. this, this whole new thing where the other swimmers, Mac Horton didn't get on the podium. This dude didn't shake his hand. Right. It is unsportsmanlike of these guys to do this, but they're trying to take a stand against what they're seeing sure. as, uh, you know, this willful... Um, ignorance you know it's like they're they're ignoring the the whole drug thing when right. it comes to china because they don't want to upset china or, or sun yang and i just thought of a great thing that we should do because you know there's always those those pictures of sun yang real strong coming out the water like yeah let's make him green and say sun yang smash Nice, nice. With like a little like broken, a broken blood, blood, vial. blood vial. Yeah, that'd that's, be kind that's of good. Idea. Anyway, uh, yeah. You see this all the time. Like in the Olympics, remember they had the gymnasts that were actually underage for their class because yeah. they performed better? Yeah. China cheats at sports. I hate to say this. Yeah. And that's what happens when you have a one party state that relies on face and like well, everyone I mean, this, must this respect us. You know? Soviet Union did the exact same thing. Did the exact same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Took a page out of their book. Yeah, and they, they got young athlete girls and they were injecting them with testosterone and sure. all those... getting them hairy. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, pretty bad. Anyway. Did you did you guys ever see that story of the... Uh, I think it was Poland versus the, the Russia. I don't know if it was before um, independence or immediately after, but they were playing water polo. And obviously the Poles and the Russians like hated each other at that time period. And the players, they would push each other under the water and then beat the crap out of one another. 
underwater where no one could see it, and all the players were coming up bloody as heck. <laughs> I don't know if it was in the Olympics or what, but it, yeah. I, guess, I don't know if that's cheating, but I guess it's kind of it's sort of like hockey. They're just going ham at each other. Yeah, it's very unsportsmanlike. I'll have yeah. to look into that. It sounds kind that of sounds entertaining. Um, anyway, yeah. so, that's, so that's what's going on in the news. That is what's going on in the news. So yes, uh, I, I just have to say, though, that I don't really know how to approach this. I do think that it's unfair the way that, um, you know, Sun Yang was definitely suspended for taking sure. some kind of performance-enhancing drug. Sure. And that it hasn't had any repercussions whatsoever. Right. Whereas I feel like if any of those other mm. swimmers over there were ever caught with that, their careers would be over. I think it's going to change the whole way the the testing board works. Mm. It should be an international affair, not like this domestic thing where you can just smash a vial and continue to compete. Yeah. But we're going to follow up on this. I, I think he's going to go before a committee. Yeah. And we'll see what happens. We'll find out. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. All right. Soon you so, later. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's terrible. terrible. Okay. Sorry. Smash that like button. <laughs> yeah. yeah <there> like <laughs> that vile. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's hit the question, shall we? Q&A's. Yes, we shall. All right. As you questions. know, this is where we answer questions from Instagram, Super Chats, and various other things, and hopefully help you understand something better. So. Yeah. Indeed. All right. We'll do uh, Lewis Wynn's question. He asked a long time ago. We're finally getting to it. Uh, hey, guys. I'm a big fan. You guys have gotten me through some tough times. You inspired me to one day drop everything and do motorbike trips around the world. I can't thank you enough. Hope to see you on, on the road one day. Have a few beers on me. So I guess it wasn't a question, but thank you very much nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, I want to say something about that. Me too. I, I want to say that, well, first of all, I'm incredibly happy and uh, humbled by the fact that you took some inspiration from yeah, us. Yeah, absolutely. To get on a bike and go around the world, that's exactly what we do and yeah. we would like to do. So to see other people doing that, it's amazing. Yeah. And so it's, thank you. Keep on doing it, man. Keep on doing it. DM. All right. We got, you can call me Neck. So I guess we'll just say Neck, his okay. question. Uh, will Seamilk vote in the New York Democratic primary? No. <laughs> okay, next question. Thank you for this. <laughs> All right, we'll go to Instagram now. Uh, we got a good one from Sebaris. Uh, good afternoon, lads. I recently applied to universities in China, and I was quite shocked when I saw that the universities would ask personal details, such as the name of family members, religion, and similar affiliations, addresses, and telephone numbers of even distant relatives. I felt like my privacy was being invaded and unnecessary information was being given to them. Is this kind of thing common in China? Cheers. You want to start with this one? You can go ahead. Okay. Yes, very common. Hmm. And it's something that I think maybe the West is a bit more perverted when it comes to this. The West yeah. is too, yeah. too private. Right. I mean, people think too highly of themselves. Yeah. They do. Everyone's going on. Oh, you know what? Like Google, Alexa, Amazon, they all take all my personal details. Right. They're stealing right. my... Who gives a crap? Who are you? That's why there's such a big market for things like Alex Jones and stuff. Yeah. It really appeals but, to like, that. Who are you that you're so important that you're, <laughs> yeah. you're like... Little... Buy two dozen eggs. God damn yeah, it. Exactly. They, no. Yeah. Oh, man, they know what to give me as an advertisement because right. I like to buy this. It's like, oh, man, I'm so violated. You're a nobody, just like us, just mm. like everyone else. You know, that's the thing. Privacy is important, yes. And it's so imp is skepticism. Yeah. It's important to a certain degree, though. Mm. Like, But you have to understand, 
China is totally on the way opposite. Well, that. I was just going to say, yeah. just don't use the products that you're concerned about. That yeah. we have the freedom to do that. Yeah. Whereas yeah, in China, right. you don't have the freedom to no. avoid those things. It, it was like I was explaining with the the CVs or resumes. Right. When you apply for a job in China, mm. you have to provide a picture. Right. And when I was hiring people, I actually I remember an American guy sent me a, a CV, and I replied to him, and I said, "Oh, that's great, but we need to see a picture." And he was so insulted. He was like, "That is discrimination. How mm. dare you?" Well, it doesn't this work like that. There, like then. this is China, dude. Like right. just like that one. This is China. You pulled it. This yeah. is you pulled the TIC. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, that's oh, you true. Him. It's true though, because in China, that's what you do. Mm. If you apply for a job, they can be discriminatory. Sure. They right. can. That's how it is. To, and yeah, again, no, go go ahead. I was just gonna say to succinctly answer that uh, question. It's it's so common. Yeah. And you are not going to be the one that changes the system. No, you. You got to get that through your head. And unfortunately, those uh, principles of liberty don't carry over there. And look, they do want to know your religion and stuff so yeah. that they know whether or not they have to keep a closer eye on you. Yeah, if you say you're Catholic, Muslim, any any big religion that yeah. doesn't look up to the CCP or follow CCP, they're going to watch you. They are going to be a little bit more careful right. with you. You know, you might find yourself mm. in a concentration camp somewhere, maybe. No, just kidding. Just kidding. No, but quite seriously, though, um, they do keep a close eye. Mm. Uh, we knew some evangelical Christians yeah. who were smuggling Bibles and stuff right. in and trying to do their thing. They got busted, you know. This this is a thing that happens a lot because Rough. it it is against the law in China to proselytize. Is that how mm. you say it? Prostatize. Prostitute whatever. Prostitute yourself. <laughs> whatever. No. It's, that as well. Yeah. That is to also totally. Illegal, yeah. But it's very much against the law to do this kind of thing. So they mm -hmm. want to keep an eye on that. And uh, I mean, rightly so. That's their country. If they don't want you spreading their word of God or yeah. Hindu Allah or whatever it is, you know. All of them mixed up. Yep. All of them together. Uh, they don't want that. So that's what they're looking out for. Really? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Mm. Well, anyway, mm. continue. Yes. Thank you. All right. Bay Area 852 asks, will the internet eventually be censored in Hong Kong? Yeah. I mean, of course, but that probably not for a while. Yeah. Once once they take over in 2047 or whatever it is. That's a guarantee. Yeah. Before then, it could happen. Yeah. Which could. is a pity because it's one of the fastest internets yeah. in the world. It's, it's amazing. Because one of the main pipelines comes yeah. in there mm. and it's, it's incredibly fast. It's mm. so cool. Yeah. Anyway, more. Uh, next up, we had an, on that same note, we had someone from Instagram ask, "What is the situation currently in Hong Kong? I'll be there. I'll be in Shenzhen in September, and I'm planning to fly into Hong Kong okay. to go to Shenzhen." Um, well, the extradition bill isn't in place yet. Number two, mm -hmm. I'm just going to go out of my way and assume you're not some political dissident, so sure. you're okay. Number three, Hong Kong's still safe. You know, I was there during those big riots, yeah. the, the umbrella riots yeah. in 2014. And even at the peak, when they had like... Not at the peak of yeah, Hong no, Kong. Yeah. Okay. The, the peak of the riots, the height of the riots. Sure. They had blocked off all the main um, roads, you know, for the government on Hong Kong Island. They'd mm. done all sorts of things. They had everything barricaded. All the stuff was going on. But at the same time, people could freely go and yeah, do their business. They, they were not stopping people from doing their usual thing. And it was safe. Mm. It was super safe. Yeah. Um, you know, just don't go and get involved in the riots. Yeah. That's all. Just don't go play. Or, don't go play, as they yeah. say in Chinese. I said riots. I meant um, riots and protests and whatever you want to call them. Definitely you know, not riots. Not riots. Not yeah. yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Just don't. Just keep your distance from that stuff, and you're totally fine. Sure. And uh, you know, Have it fun. was it was smooth. Hong Kong's an amazing so place. Probably our favorite place in the world. It's still even with all this turmoil going on. It's still an awesome place, yes. and you will be safe. You'll be fine. Totally. Yeah. So. Next up, Bilal Romani asks uh they, they say i lived in hainan three years ago had a real rough time making male friends there do you think the culture has changed i'm too brown or is it just me 
Ooh, Hunan is going to be the worst province in terms of Han chauvinism. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to crap on anyone there, but even our driver from Hunan, who is really nice, like a yeah. sweet guy, had so many barriers in his mind that yeah. you just can't be friends with foreigners, even though we, we tried to bring him into everything. Sure. We speak fluent Chinese. Yeah. He he liked talking to us, but he had this barrier, like, oh, I'm Chinese and you're foreigner, so it's yeah. too different, you yeah. know? It is hard, I get it, and Hunan's going to be one of the worst places to do and that. And discrimination, the fact that you're brown, oh, that's it's, not, doesn't it's help. not going to help no. at all. Discrimination is a huge problem in China. I've done a video about mm -hmm. that on Serpents today. Go watch it. You'll see exactly what yeah. I'm talking about. Of course, you'll always get people that are nice, but... My advice, though, yeah. is that whatever you're into, whether it be basketball or maybe you like uh, pool, billiards yeah, yeah, or something, yeah. or darts or whatever, try to make friends through activities because you're not just going to randomly stumble across, stumble across friends. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, from the chat, the general chat, Island Designer asked, does all milk in China come from dogs? Yes. Continue. <laughs> next. Uh, next up, we got uh, Neck. I think this is on the topic when we were talking about the uh, reenactments. He said, it's historical revisionism. The KMT did most of the fighting. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to That's comment? Correct. That's correct. correct. That's correct. All right. Uh, hi, Winston. This is from Rizio25. I'm a huge fan. Sent you a tweet about an unfair trial that happened in Thailand. Long story short, teenage girls spend six years in prison. Thoughts? Uh, I didn't get the tweet. Sorry, you know. Maybe you I, can just reply to them. Yeah, I, I will reply. But okay. thank, thank, thank you. you. I'll, I'll take a look. Okay. Uh, next up from Instagram, we had someone asking about the difference between U.S. and China in terms of food health. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I actually reading more into this question. He was asking, was that he or she? I don't know. Um, okay. Anyway, they were asking whether food in America or food in China China is healthier, mm -hmm. and I think that's. It's an interesting topic because yeah. the food in China would be healthier yes. than American food if it wasn't tainted, like you said. Absolutely right. I mean, that's the thing. Uh, in China, they believe in it being fresh. Yeah. They don't refrigerate stuff mo for the most part. Every day, uh, my wife used to do it. You know, our mother-in-laws do it. They mm -hmm. go down to the local wet market. They buy fresh vegetables, fresh meat. And they prepare the food for that day on that day. A good video to watch is our ADB China video, It's Fresh or Nothing in China. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, that, that was a good video. Yeah. But that's the thing is, it is fresher. Mm -hmm. um, and so it is healthier. Yeah, oh, but, of course. Uh, everything's fried in oil, though, yeah. so everything is very oily. Uh, although there's a lot of steam stuff, too. So, yeah. you know, whatever. It's, you can eat healthy, but it's yeah. the chemicals. It's the, the, pro the problem is now the vegetables that they're buying, you don't know where they're grown. Most of them are grown. Remember, 70% of arable land in China is tainted and yeah. full of chemicals and, and stuff. Yeah, and water. So uh, when they're going and buying these cheap vegetables from the wet market, it's literally just some local dude who's growing some crap on a piece of land. Literally with crap sometimes. Yeah, yeah. well, they do. That's They, they use human, human feces to, to fertilize night in China. Soil. Yeah, night, they call it night soil, yeah. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's like anyway. a cool name for a band or yeah, something. Yeah, night soil, yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing is, like, remember, we would ride through the rural yeah. uh, countryside, yeah. and you would see farmers spraying these chemicals remember the bottles remember i googled yeah. some of them and they're totally banned yeah everywhere in the world except everywhere. china like yeah. these really bad growth hormones yeah. chemicals and things like that they call it nongyao nongyao yeah. um so you know you've got these terrible chemicals yeah <laughs> you've got tainted soil and water right so these cheap vegetables that your wife and your mother-in-law are going to yeah. go and buy they're actually 
going to be tainted. Yeah. There's no, no way they're not. That's why those those tourist farms are so popular. Like, people go and pay to pick, like, vegetables, like lettuce. Yeah. You know, yeah. they do it in America with, like, blueberries or something. But they go to pick lettuce because they're like, we don't use nong yao. We don't use this yeah. and this. People exactly. go and pay. Yeah. So, um, t- it actually balances out. So, yeah. you know, American food is probably Make healthier. It it, yeah. It's all processed yeah. and gross stuff, but it tastes all, delicious. Yeah. yeah. Well, in general, like, yeah. your general stuff, it's... Tastes amazing. Right. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Makes you feel. General process? Yeah. But the thing is, you've got FDA, which yeah. makes sure you're not eating tainted vegetables. True. And meat. True. And remember, all the time when pigs get sick and stuff, they they slaughter them, but then they still sell them. They sell they them at discount them price. Pits. Yeah. If oh, they don't if do that. They, yeah. The rotten dead meat. Yeah. The rotten dead meat, they'll still sell it at discount price yeah, and then just like treat, treat it with chemicals. So, I mean, know. they found like 70 year old meat that they're still selling yeah, in okay. freezers. You, you just got to watch out in China, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You got to understand. Yeah. You got to understand China. <laughs> All right. Ice meme van gave us a pound, a p- pound of flesh. <laughs> and he asked, he said, uh, I recently went to Chengdu and I was filmed. Was I filmed more there? Because there are less foreigners there or any other reason. Also, is it true that they think we're cute? As that is how my Chinese teacher justified it. Uh, no, Chengdu's got tons of foreigners. It doesn't matter though, man. Ones. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Doesn't Especially matter. if you went near a kind of a touristy thing. Mm. And remember, Chengdu's got all the pandas and crap. Yeah, so. you're going to get all the people from mm. the rural countryside yeah. come to see it. Yeah, so they come into the city and they're right. like, oh my God, foreigners. What is this guy? Yeah. Um, remember, we did that little experiment where we stood in Tiananmen Square mm. and Beijing has got more foreigners than, than anywhere. anywhere else. Maybe in China. Shanghai, but yeah, oh, same yeah. thing. Okay, Shanghai, yeah, maybe. In the but, most popular destination. Yeah, exactly. We're standing there. We're standing in Tiananmen Square, and yeah. remember, we made a time lapse, yeah. and like countless people were just coming up, like within to take, minutes, to take photos of right. us. And that's just because they're traveling from the rural right. parts to go to Tiananmen we're Square. Like, they're crap. seeing foreigners. They're right. like, wow, let's get a photo of this rare animal. Right. You know, that's pretty <laughs> much what they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> he could be used for medicinal value. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Next. Next. Next up. From Instagram, Weijenzo1990. Uh, they say, Hi, Winston Matt, and DM. Will ADV Media go to Scotland or Myanmar in the future? Those are those are two very different places. <laughs> How about a little above? Maybe I'll go to Scotland, you go to Myanmar? Yeah, I mean, I've always wanted to go to Burma. Yeah, anyway. we should go to Burma. So we were, we should, we were thinking about it. Yeah, it's going to be part of what we do. Hmm. Scotland, love to go there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It'd be hard to ride. It rains all the time, doesn't it? Yeah. We have a lot of buddies from Scotland. So yeah, we'll, we'll it figure out. it out. Hopefully, we'll meet you. I love Scotch. Uh, yeah, dude. And golf. And golf. Oh my gosh, I'm Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Stereotypes much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's our next one there? I think that's about all we got. Okay, cool. Well, that's kind of perfect timing. Yeah. Uh, anything you want to say? Oh, that's what you say. Yeah. I'm going to say it to you. Is there anything you'd like to tell everyone? Uh, yes. Wrap it up? <clears throat> uh, guys, first of all, we appreciate you putting up with us. We really enjoy this. We enjoy having this sort of open Best discussion. Part of the week with you guys you know it's it's something new for us and uh, thanks for coming along mm. if you are watching and you haven't subscribed though please do remember this is a different channel to adv china and please tell your friends like it's very hard to get a channel off the ground we're putting a lot of work into this so we, we'd like a, a bigger audience to share this experience with it would be awesome it would be awesome yeah and if you're listening and not watching uh thank you for listening along wherever you are it's, yeah. uh, we appreciate that you've chosen to listen to us prattle on yeah rather than something else don't forget that you can uh, ask us questions on the patrons, on our patrons. Mm-hmm. You can go talk to the team on at ADV Podcast, and that's on Instagram, is that right? Yeah, Instagram, yeah. And don't forget that our show is every other week, so we'll see you guys in two weeks at the exact same time, same place. And uh, you probably should do a little sign-off. Oh, yeah, of course. Don't forget, guys, as always, you know the drill. Honor the ghetto and right. stay awesome. Thank you, Dan.